I've been meaning to do it. My TD1K, the the electronic drum set. Uh-huh. I watched a video. It's and it's simple. You just plug in the USB and it goes into um you can go into logic. But there was always a setting I was missing that I finally figured out what it was. And it's um you have to set the input to V drum. So what was happening was it was missing. I like if you hit the hi hat enough times too fast, it only catches like half of them. Uh-huh. But you have to switch it to V drum. And so that's all log that's all dialed in. Um, so on, I think it was Saturday last night. I didn't get on into the office on Friday night, but last night I was fiddling around with it. Um, the nice thing about it is that you have all of those. There's like, if you download everything, there's like 75 kits and, um, you can throw in reverb, which is just something with the kits that are built in that you don't have. Mm. So it's nice. It was fun to sit. And and what I really want to do is, and I want to get your take on this is, you know how I was listening to music today and you listen to like the quality and part of it's. I think it's just like streaming quality, but it almost sounds like uh-huh. let's say you well, take drums and you Apple and you music has lossless, but okay. Well, like <laughs> go like, off. Let's say you like smash it down, right? And it sounds yeah. how do I say this? Bit it sounds right? crappier, like on purpose, yeah. though. Like they've like you know what I mean? Like they've taken down the bit rate to where the yeah. music sounds better mixed. That's what I want to try and achieve with like this these these few songs that I'm putting together this year. It's like I, I put them together and I export them and they sound too clean. Mm. You know, like I want to get away from that. Like John Feldman produced them. Is he the super clean producer? Yeah. Yeah. Like a band like you could get it from um, Dave Matthews band. You would completely expect them to have the cleanest, you know, Carter Beaufort or Buford. It's like, you know, you want him as clean as possible. But I was trying. I've been, I've been trying to really listen closely to mixes. I have a thing. I have Jerry Finn in his own words how he approaches mixing. Okay, I think because that would be nice. I, I know we've talked about this before, but because I think you've brought up Jerry Finn, yeah. but I need to see it. Jerry Finn's the master. Yeah. John Feldman loves Jerry Finn, but like this is what Blink sounds like. With uh, I'm trying to think like what's a what's a good one? This one, like the guitars, everything just sounds like I'm just. Dear head. Like it's like there's almost just no life to anything. It's just right. too clean. It's too perfect. Yeah. Like that guitar stroll, the slide didn't sound like it was anything. It sounds like they they went directly in and used one of like the software guitar, which they did. Right. They use uh they use uh, Kempers. Yeah. And see, I want to get away from that. I, and that's why I and Jimmy World uses Axe Effects. That's, and I think <laughs> there's is really good. I think you can hear that on Surviving. I think it sounds plugged in. It does. Like I I want to hear a mic'd version right and that's exactly why i spent this last weekend and it wasn't didn't take very long uh fixing my twin so all it's all cleaned out all the knobs have been um i use that d detox or whatever it is it's 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 the can is way smaller than i thought for 15 bucks it's a tiny spray can but i was able to get contact cleaner right yeah Yeah. basically and Mm -hmm. i got through all of the the knobs and everything everything was cool yeah it was great i I, you know what and uh, i made the mistake of leaning the amp on its front because I thought the head unit inside needed to, um, like, I didn't want it to fall out. I didn't realize uh-huh. that there were supports in there. Mm. So when I drilled out those long screws, it bent them. Yeah. So when I put it back in the proper way, it, uh, I'm sure people are cringing at, at listening, you know, to me. <laughs> but putting that last one in, there's no way it's coming back out. Like, I, yeah. you know, <laughs> I probably cross-threaded that last one. It's so bad. <laughs> but the amp sounds amazing. It it I had it on for like 30 45 minutes the other night. 
it the tubes didn't warp anything it just sounds great so that's what i want i want to get that real amp sound i'm going to try and work with the v drums you know yeah yeah but you know i seriously all of the all of that stuff i just went on youtube and and looked it up it's it's amazing what you can find on there (laughs) that's good dude just gotta just gotta show my appreciation (laughs) (laughs) this is jimmy eat pod You know, I wasn't even going to go there, and I was like, how am I going to get there? How am I going to arrive at appreciation? I, could you have done a proper pun for that? Here, here's here's the one that I was oh, workshopping. The, the, uh, you had one, one brewing. No, 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 no. Everyone will get this one for free. I was toying around. I was like, a pre, a, a pre something, a pre-sheation, a pre-she, a pre-she, and then I was like, ah, oh, that could get a little. Right. <laughs> Not really, like, in the woods of what I'm really, like, uh, uh equipped to talk about um but um i opened up the google translate app and for whatever reason i was like shiashan sounds like some sort of <laughs> asian and it for some reason my phone was literally set to korean so i was like fuck i'm just gonna say shiashan into this as if that's a korean word and sure enough it translates to rest so here's what it sounds like oops come on and this is korean shiashan so i was gonna say you know justin uh we do the pod and then you know i walk the dog and go to bed and uh this is like a pre shiushin <laughs> the pod is like a pre shiushin um because uh, it translates to rest right it, i i i found that uh, shun was the was the thing i was getting stuck on so similar yeah. stories here yours is way better though what an arrival shiushin <laughs> I'm trying Joshua. to find like the comparable characters on like the Google Drive show twenty four translations. Like I don't know how to I don't know how to make like I typed rest and translated it to Korean and it's not the same. Oh, this might be it right here. Let's see. Leftover. No, that's leftover. <laughs> what? Leftover. Jamio. Jamio. Come on, man. Anyway, sorry. All that is to say. Uh, uh, housekeeping. Uh, I have something. Me... Oh, yes. No, we, we thought about this, and I, I knew we jumped into the into the episode of cut. I knew we jumped into covers too quickly. I felt like we were missing something. Uh, oh, and right. At the top of the episode, you even mm-hmm. mentioned that we had uh, futures past had offered us up. Uh, what was it called? Chatter and uh, yes, yeah, studio chatter uh, and cut. Mm-hmm. So. We decided to just listen to it as housekeeping and then react to it, right? Yeah. Is so that what we wanted me, to do right now? Yes. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm doing a little housekeeping with my uh, window layout here. I'm still okay. figuring it out with uh, with Zoom. Okay. Uh, well, here, I, let me go ahead and play this. It's a I few like minutes. This. Oh, perfect. Thank you. All right. Let's see. Studio Chat. This is uh, the full file name is 05 Studio Chatter and Cut.mp3. Uh, output. Yeah, they're yeah, they're okay. This is this is the amp. So you want output? What are they? No, I want this. I want this to, from. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, when's the new record coming out? So glad you were working output. with Mark again. Input. Mark, did you write that? Those are real amps, David. Yeah. 
How, how, how does this exist? Was this like a video on their site or something? I can try and, well, we can find we'll out which ask, folder it was in. Yeah, we'll have to ask Stephen Brand. No one but the patrons can see this, but I was uh, interviewing a guy, or interviewing, I was meeting with a guy for work, um, and he's a podcaster. He has a very popular podcast called 20,000 Hertz, and um, they did a great podcast about how the Netflix sound came to be. Anyway, I saw him handle it. He and I have the same mic. He handles it like this. And I was like, oh, that's a baller move. I'm going to start Whoa. handling it like this. Yeah. Dang. Because I always grab it by this because I don't want to make, I don't want to contact the mic. But he does it all the time. This is rad. This is just them like fucking around while, yeah, trying to record this like little part. How do you get keyboards to feedback? This sounds like this whole thing could be a song in and of itself, yeah, you know? <laughs> Something it's out of the like late 90s. That's, that's got to be some kind of... Um, some kind of uh, electronic keyboard, right? Electric yeah, yeah. piano of sorts with distortion on it. So it just kind of like jumping around. Yeah. Only a couple seconds left. There you go. There you have it. Man, Studio chatter bad. cut. Man, I'm. I mean, I'm bummed we didn't include that with the episode. But yeah. We had so much in that episode. Even Paul Hoover, which we cut in after the fact. Um, yeah. And uh, that was good. I liked hearing uh, Paul's uh, explanation of what a triplet is uh, versus an asymmetrical rhythm or whatever the hell he said um but yeah um and uh yeah oh i i left the cut episode i, I made this as housekeeping um i gotta be honest i'm pretty sure i was just mostly super uninterested during the cut episode <laughs> I, just, I don't know if i was still recovering from joshua tree or what but um uh, yeah with joshua tree when i got home i had never been more tired and i told you right like i put yeah. the kids to sleep at six i told Susie, i was like no, I told you when I got home, I was going to bed, and this is that. This is how it's happening. Um. Anyway. Uh. Oh, Courtney Marie Andrews. Is she just the Oz in cut? Like the ah ah. Yeah, because ah, we talked ah, about it, and I ah. and I listened back. She's, and I was like, it's featuring Courtney Marie Andrews, but we didn't talk about where she yeah. was on the track. Yeah. Um. I almost thought that sounded like a keyboard patch. Yeah. Um, maybe they sampled her or something. Um, okay. <laughs> the song is Appreciation. It is on ASCAP. You know, it is what it is. This is from Damage. Uh, also the iTunes session and the iTunes Festival London 2013 releases. Uh, for Damage, it's track 1 of 10. iTunes session is track 2 of 8. iTunes Festival London 2013, it is track 2 of 6. The release date, I got this from... Mm. Um, uh, 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 the release date, I copied... Oh, I thought I put it here. Jimmy Wiki. Uh, I was looking because I was pretty sure I pasted my note there, but I don't see it. Um... So, uh, yeah, Jimmy Eat Wiki is where I got the release date from, which Sweet. is uh, June 11th, 2013. However, I see that it was technically released earlier. Jimmy Eat World tweeted on June 3rd, 2013. 
you unlocked hashtag appreciation. Hear the song at damage.jimmyeatworld.com. Next up is hashtag damage. So uh, I guess they were releasing songs and you could, if you tweeted enough or, uh, of the hashtag or maybe got it trending, they would release the song. So um, technically the song was released June 3rd. 2013 um not june 11th mm. uh, but uh produced by uh alan johannes wow. and jimmy eat world what's funny is <laughs> i was like wait a minute but we just heard them talking to mark trombino because we were listening right to cut, cut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i got very confused for a minute something's amiss um, recorded alan johannes's plays written by jimmy eat world singer is jim uh no one featuring on this track that i found uh, it's an RCA and exotic location recording track. Do I get a pickle with that music? Uh, no demo that I found. Did you find anything? Nope. They've played it 121 times, 78 alone in 2013. Uh, first time they played it was May 3rd, 2013 at Strummer's Village Tavern in Yuma, Arizona. That was the home state tour. And then most recently they played it November 20th, 2019 at the Orange Peel, Asheville, North Carolina. Um, notable high notes of G4 and F sharp four, no notable low notes noted, uh, listeners, 40.9 thousand listeners for 181.4 thousand scrabbles, 17 of which are for me. Justin, how many hundreds do you have? <laughs> you know, I'm not really huge on this album, so I've only got, uh, 69. Nice. nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and let's talk about the structure a little bit, dude, four, four and three, four. <laughs> so excited to talk about this. Um, and uh, it made for interesting uh, you, uh, interesting internet searches to try to find something to work with Rave DJ on this. Um, and I put this in the wrong section. Let me move this down to track notes. Uh, that's so funny. How weird. I put my track notes where my... I, I put the track notes where the structure goes ah. and the structure where the track notes go. <laughs> Just doing a little housekeeping here. Um, okay. And uh, it's a B minor key, 10A Camelot, 143 BPM. Uh, you know what 143 means? Uh, yeah, I love you. Oh, thanks, Justin. Mm. And uh, 316 duration. Uh, and shall we jump into the lyrics? Let's do it. Now, I want to try to open this link once more. Remember we found, I think you found it, MetroLyrics.com had an article that was all of Damage's lyrics yeah. handwritten. See the handwritten lyrics to Jimmy Eat World's Damage exclusive. And literally, the I guess it's not the only image on this page, but the appreciation image is not working. Right. And so <laughs> let me try to send this to you and see if it well, will open. Oh, go ahead. No, it's just it's the, the lyrics are there, but there's just you're saying the image that precedes it is not working. Well, it just links to the, yeah, I guess the Metro Lyrics page. Well, like I'm actually looking. Are you I wanted looking to see at the handwritten... Jim's handwritten lyrics. Yeah, they're there. Oh, see, they're not showing up for me. Oh, okay. It's yeah. showing up as like a broken JPEG. Like when you go to a porn site when you were 12 and you're like, <laughs> right, oh, I'm very familiar with that image. Pulled these pictures. It, um, so for me, yeah, just... look, I have the, I have this. For me, it says one dot appreciation. And then underneath that is the broken link to an appreciation one image. But then there's the handwritten lyrics immediately below. Oh, that. wait. Oh, Let's scroll a little bit further, buddy. You're, you're, that's, that's my bad. That's my bad. There you go. All right, I'm going I'm to read this while you read that. Okay. I love it how it's in his, uh, in his serial you know, killer handwriting. Yeah, you know it. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Okay, let's see. There's not a lot. There's only, like, I think three blocks in this. There's a lot of yeah. repetition with this yeah, chorus. Yeah, yeah. Woo. Okay, here we go. Song title, Appreciation. Verse one. Break this down. Break it in half. Thank you, honey, for reminding me how long you can stare at someone and never see. Really see? He, 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 he. So this is this. I, I think I found the issue. What, what what I'm looking at is the second page of lyrics. It's the second verse here. Oh, you're right. There's something I feel I haven't felt so, since. You're right. Yeah, bummer. So what I will do though is I will pull up the liner notes, which I also have, and I will compare and contrast there. So okay. go ahead. Thank you, Great. honey, for reminding me how long you can stare at someone and never see really see. Yes. Great. So in this in this instance, I think something just happened. Likely something that's occurred before, and now at this point, he's had enough. Um, it's almost like you get uh, used to somebody acting a certain way that you've become numb to how they affect you, mm-hmm. and you just kind of uh, you're so used to it, you've just become you've you've set yourself as being numb to that, and something snapped him out of it, and uh, he's just saying that. Thanks for reminding me how long you can stare at someone and never see, really see. I That's, want so bad. Line. And he does the honey thing, which I love. Oh man, the honey thing, baby, honey. No darlings though. I don't. I don't think he's had any darlings, has he? I, I feel like there might be a darling. Yeah. Forty four J pod. Yeah, darling. Right, second, okay. second half here. <laughs> I want so bad just to understand how I'm gonna let more time go without trying, without trying. Right, some slight variations here. This has no I. It just want so bad just to understand. Not going to let more time go huh. without trying, without trying. Not going to let more time go, huh? So how I'm going to let more time go. Okay. Uh, I think here he's psyching himself up to make the decision. Uh, is he really going to let himself continue down this path in this relationship that's a dead end? Um, I, he, I think he's just he's on that. He's on the top of this mountain that he can go either way. I want I want to understand how I'm going to let more time go without trying, without trying, but I can't do it. And so then we cut we cut out of that mindset there in the verse, and we go to this chorus, which now we've shifted to three four time, right? Yep. Some four four to three four, which is a cool transition. So you don't really good. know such a great yeah yeah. It, it doesn't feel like it. What it does feel like is it takes you and places you in this. It almost feels like you're isolated with the chorus and the way that Jim has this thing. Um, written out or sung really makes you want to sing with it. And for it being also an opening track with that guitar coming in at the beginning, there's a lot of ingredients here that are really making it stick in your head. Yeah. So we build, we box, we carry on. As a people, we forgot. Strange we come to find ourselves not knowing we're lost. Uh, I do love... As a people, we forgot, but it just says as people, we forgot. And I always have sung it as people, we forgot. You're right. That may be a mistake. But yeah, we build, we box, we carry on as people, we forgot. Strange, we come to find ourselves not Uh, knowing we're lost. As people, we forgot. All right. I think we're conditioned to move forward and build things, but also to compartmentalize and deal with it. So until you step outside of that cycle... You get stuck in the loop and don't realize you're lost. That's the build. We, yeah. we build these walls up. We box things up. We carry on um, as people we forgot. Like we're humans, right? I don't know necessarily know if they're talking about as people like our predecessors, our ancestors, as people we forgot. Like we've as people, human beings that we, we've forgotten this. Uh, but strange we come to find ourselves not knowing we're lost. 
So it, yeah, yeah, you've just kind of gotten yourself into this. There's so many things, and I feel like that's so true nowadays with overstimulation of things, and partially why people date so much. Um, or let's just say even 10 years ago, why did they date it online? You know, with eHarmony and and uh, these other platforms, is because people were so busy in their day to day lives, they didn't have that opportunity to go out and meet people and date people. And uh, it's even it's even more crazy now, 10, 15 years later from when that stuff came around. And you're trying to, <laughs> you're just trying to live. And you look at us. We've got a podcast going. Um, look at us changing jobs. We've got we've got families. We've got all these other interests and hobbies. And uh, there's so much. Yeah, look at us. <laughs> and you don't really notice that you're kind of in, in in certain ways. Like for certain things, let's say you're lost. Like maybe I've stretched myself a little too thin with yeah all of these things I'm trying to do at once with hobbies and. And extracurriculars. Uh, not knowing we're lost uh, was a late addition because the handwritten lyrics I, I, has the chorus on the second page, and it's just uh, we build, we box, and his W's are so odd. Yeah, um, like a long it U. It looks like a backwards N. <laughs> um, we build, we box, we carry on as people we forgot. Strange, we come to find ourselves as people we forgot. Ah, uh-huh, yeah. The original lyric, yeah. Yeah, as people we forgot, it's just a little too much. He's probably, ah, you know what? Not knowing we're like, lost. Can't we say something else? <laughs> and Al was all for it. Yeah. So there, there you have it. That's the chorus that's going to be repeated four or five times uh, coming after this second verse here. So back to now it goes dun 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 dun. Back to that four four time. And now Jim sings. There's something I feel that I haven't felt since, since I was a kid. Hey, you made my heart just break. It just breaks. That's a mouthful. <laughs> yeah. But it's so, it, like, it's, it's staccato and fits in there. There's something I feel yeah. I haven't felt since, since I was a kid. Hey, you made my heart just break. It just breaks. Boom. So good. Dude, I think he gets the feeling of innocence from being around her. Or he could be reminiscing about those days when things were simpler. Uh, then he's taken out of that moment by this girl breaking his heart. Then you made my heart. Hey, you made my heart just break. It just breaks. So maybe that's how he was letting himself get lost, was putting himself in these easier, simpler times and letting those flood his brain and not realizing that he was stuck in this toxic relationship. Uh, oh, and again, so going back, we all know now, we've said it so many times, this is the adult breakup album. Jim has That's admitted right. this. And so this is that opening track. Um, and I haven't really circled back to the title of the track going with these lyrics, but we'll get to that right after this mm, second half That's here. a good point. Right. Yeah. So, you know I want time. I know you want space. Gonna do what I can. Hey, whatever it might take, what it takes. Or tay yay yay yikes. <laughs> so... Uh, both of us want our selfish things. We have to admit this, right? Both of us want this. We're aware of this. We've had this conversation before. So we do what we've been ma- doing to make it work. But I think the, the, the main point that the narrator is trying to get across here is that, okay, we understand where we've been. We understand where this is going to go. But what just happened now, we have, to, we have to split up. And I think they're adults about it. And so the appreciation title is alluding to the appreciation they have for what they learned about each other, the time they spent together, that joy that they made, the positive moments in their relationship. Um, but you've broken my heart, and we've got to we've got to call it quits. 
right? And then we got the chorus that gets sung one, two, all three, uh, three more times. But there's also after that second time, we've got the guitar solo, and then uh, sick guitar solo. Oh, dude, it's just like da 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 da, and then you can hear the other guitars underneath it. Yeah. Then it goes into the solo part. Which is a great the, the whole this opening track is very good. Now I I don't want to say I I dislike this album, but I want to say that this album is probably the one I enjoy the least. Uh-huh. <laughs> but still, I, there's still some some fun parts to this album, and appreciation is one of them. Though so there's those lyrics, appreciation for what we have, David. Nice, mate. Sweet. So let's jump into I I put a bunch of stuff in weird places. I was helping Wes with his homework while I was doing this. Uh, <laughs> this uh research i guess um so for track notes i don't have a ton so i thought we would do a little some broad stroke stuff okay um one is okay so we talked about the tweet where they released the track there's another tweet here this is uh september 18th 2013 they just post a soundcloud link to the song appreciation hashtag damage um and that soundcloud link is actually down now so um huh but yeah, um, just a random uh, tweet again. Uh, Zach Lind has some tweets with the word appreciation have almost nothing to do with the song. Um, I've ice uh, just ice case just ice skated with my daughter. I have a new appreciation for Brian Boitano's mad skills with a Z. <laughs> Brian um, Boitano. <laughs> White Reaper appreciation tweet. <laughs> <laughs> if you're extremely happy, Roy Moore lost tonight, but don't subscribe to a newspaper. Show your appreciation by subscribing to the Washington Post because their excellent reporting was the kill shot on Moore's campaign. Um, anything else? My appreciation for the city has gone up a bit this trip. Uh, he says about Boston um, in 2009, uh, 2020. It's subjective to debate. It, uh, it's subjective, so debate is always fun. In no way meaning to diss Springsteen. I'm a huge fan of his as well. Nebraska is one of my all-time favorite albums, but my love and appreciation for TP knows no limits. He's responding to Radio Jody. So let's get some context here. Jody Oler says, Rebels is Tom Petty's ah, best song. I'm finally ready to come forward with this hot take. Uh, so let's go. Let's read this back and forth. Aww. I assume you, these sound like songs you know. <laughs> um, great tune. But in my opinion, impossible slash unnecessary to rank his tunes. The real Tom Petty hot take is he's a far better songwriter than Springsteen, but never got his due. Even at his level of popularity, he's still one of the most underrated American songwriters of all time. This is in March of 2020. Mm-hmm. I believe he had passed away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he passed away. Uh, well, March of 2020. I mean, this is like a couple weeks before the COVID lockdown. So, um, yeah, he had been gone for a couple of years. Really? Yeah. Man, it feels like yesterday. But yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Jody responds. I could probably talk about the subject for a full show. Love both artists. Always been a Springsteen guy, but the older I get, the more I think you may be right. More versatility and depth to Petty, through, uh, though Springsteen is more evocative. Zach says Springsteen is handsome and a better showman on stage. Petty is a better songwriter, in my opinion, and it's not even close. If Petty had Springsteen's looks, he would have been massive. Jody says, I love that take and defer to you on songwriting takes, but would argue Bruce's storytelling and writing is deservedly revered. Like 
Also, like sports proves, probably some East Coast bias. And then he says, it's subjective, so debate is always fun. In no way meaning, blah, 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 blah. Currently ripping through wildflowers. Crawling back to you. Okay, 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 sign. Wildflowers is incredible, says Zach. We recorded a few records in the same studio they did Wildflowers. Crazy good album. Sick. That was a fun digression about Zach Lynn's tweets about appreciation. You know, though, like every every back and forth that you went from them conversing, uh-huh. in my head I'm thinking, wait, when you said uh, Zach appreciated uh, Tom Petty's songwriting skills, I thought, yeah, but the way that the way that Bruce tells a story, and then you go on to that, and it's like, okay, well, she's addressed that as well. So the the, the conversation in my head was displayed out in front of us. Sure, I, we didn't bring this up on the Tickem as it come up. So, but do you remember when Ralph Garman? It was the first parody song that he did, and he did it as uh, Springsteen was doing a, uh, I think it was a Christmas song or something, and it was about how he had killed a guy and it was like a whole story like he you know the band is taking a break and they're just vamping behind him while he's telling a story as Springsteen does but it just goes on and on and on (laughs) about how he he like killed this man in cold blood and buried the body and no one's gonna find it (laughs) it's really good um all right uh the next thing is I put this in my notes because it's a reddit ama not quite a community thing. Okay. So, uh, big C Cletus nine years ago, big uh, Cletus huh? this was, <laughs> Oh yeah. Big Cletus, big C Cletus. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, this is June 6, 2013 that they did this. Hey guys, wanted to ask a couple questions. I forgot to ask when I met you guys, uh, when I went to a few shows of the home state shows in Arizona, thanks for the red AMA. First question. What's everyone's favorite song to play live? My favorite to listen to is between Bleed American and Hear You Me. And this is where appreciation comes in. Zach says appreciation. Rick says get it faster. Jim says please say no. And Tom says Bleed American. And I'll give you the other couple questions that Big Cletus said. Um, (laughs) I have this running bet with a friend of mine. And he says sweetness is about cocaine. Is that true or false? Zach says false. Number three. Why does Tom disappear immediately after every show? I've never gotten to meet him, so I imagine he has to go fight crime or something. (laughs) Tom. For the Arizona shows, I drove separately from the band and had to leave quickly afterwards because it was a long drive home. I usually hang out on normal tour dates, though. Then crossed out, uh, or strike through text. Just kidding. I was fighting crime. Um, what, What else would Switchblade do, right? That's right. (laughs) or or causing crime right shanking dudes um uh let's look at this vinyl info and then i have one more thing okay uh uh this is posted by stitches and grooves august 12th 2013 jimmy eat world's latest album damage was pressed on black vinyl and is on the pricey side for a single lp most prices are selling this for around $25, and you'll be hard-pressed to find this for under $20. Unless you get a good deal on this record, hold off on buying it until it starts to get marked down on clearance at most places because they can't move all their copies. I was initially I was initially thought this album might be self-released based on statements from the band and the fact that they were the only place to pre-order the album from, but was eventually picked up by RCA. The damaged seven inch that came out on record store day 2013, 2103 actually, <laughs> uh, was self released by the band, which added more substance, substance to the self released idea. 
pressing info will likely never be announced, so don't get your hopes up. The record comes with an insert and a download code. So that is from Stitches and Grooves. And finally, Justin, will you join me in a jaunt uh, through the Jimmy Eat Pod Theater? Oh, of course. Um, you know what I want to do? Hold on. I'm going to do a thing. Yes. What is, do a what thing. What is that? What is I'm going to send you the script right now. There it is. Mm. Um, all right. Here we go. Okay. I'm going to play this in the back. Who do you want to be, SW or MG? I'll be SW. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Sup? Sup? So we're starting with Jew's second most recent full length. Yep. Damage. Damage. Appreciation is a great opening track. I certainly appreciate that track. You were good. Bye-bye, love. Another good track. I appreciation. There is no bad Jimmy Eat World record, but this one is our least favorite. Which means it didn't do as much damage. Mic drop. That's good. I don't know, man. Dude, I tried the to gussy it up be... with the masterpiece theater theme. Dude, it's <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be delicious once I once I mix that together. Yeah, man. Uh, so that is a <laughs> masterpiece bit, uh, theater. Yeah, Jimmy Bob Theater of uh, Mike Galita's. Is that Mike Galita? Is that what the? Yeah, I can't remember who SW is though. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, so that is all I have for track notes. Okay. What do you got? I got uh, so two small little tiny quips but i'll start with the bigger one from chorus fm this is a uh, craig manning uh titled what is this dine alone june 11th 2013 i'll read the last oh paragraph. like dine alone records yeah it, uh that must it says jimmy roll damage dine alone june 11th 2013 reviewed by uh, craig dine manning. alone release yeah, yeah yeah that was probably the label that pressed the uh uk vinyl gotcha so craig manning uh i'll read the last paragraph because it's a, another sure. lovely story this is where he mentions the track. Uh, Jimmy World aren't going to get a ton of critical accolades for this record. And for as long as they've been together, they never have. But Damage is unequivocally my favorite album of the year so far. And I have a feeling that a lot of people who hear these songs at the right moment in their lives are going to share that sentiment. Maybe the connection will come on some late and sweltering summer night and a teenage kid will be climbing into his car with heartbreak on his mind and nothing left to say. And this record will be playing on the stereo. And he'll turn up the volume and shout along, and the words and music will crash into him and change his life forever. Or maybe that connection will sneak up on someone the way it came at me, at the end of one major life chapter and on the cusp of something infinitely bigger and more frightening. When people look back at 2013 and think about the albums that proved to be the best or most influential, I don't know what's going to stand up tallest. But I do know... That I'll never forget driving away from college for good while the don't take too much for granted strains of appreciation rang through my car. I won't forget how terrified I felt in that moment staring off into the great unknown or how invigorating it was to be entirely free for perhaps the first time in my life. And this album, this beautifully melancholic disc about sprained hearts, strained voices, and broken mixtape songs will forever stand immortal because it had the grace and timing to walk into my life when I needed it most. I only hope the rest of you should be so lucky. That's good. Certainly Painted a way with a words, Mr. Craig Manning. Yeah, man. <laughs> we got to get Craig on the show. Yeah. We're reaching out to lots of cool people. Yeah. But I think uh, I think maybe Craig's the next, like, right. biggish, uh, uh, big, but, like, kind of somebody whose work I read more than often than not. Right. And it's he's so well-spoken. I also don't want to, and I know we're getting we're getting close to this. We have, like, 50, less than 50 episodes left right, at, right now. 
But I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to. You know, wrap up the final episodes of the pod and say, "Oh man, I wish we had this person on." So it's good that you and I are asking a lot of these people just to do it, just to have them on and talk. Yeah, because man. there's something else we're going to learn. Uh, okay, so that was Chorus FM. Uh, then a couple of mentions here from Highway81Revisited.com, which looks like music news, views, and reviews, uh, and very, very much active. April seventeenth, twenty twenty-two. They have uh, stuff in here from. Wow, this is great. This is under Michael Lello Album Reviews and Reviews, June 5th, 2013, 6.17 p.m. <sighs> Jim Beat World's seventh album, Damage, is a breakup album that hews close to the band's successful formula. And while Jim Adkins and company again tackle emotionally sensitive themes, they avoid the tired cheese that has befallen many of their peers. This is an adult album about adult issues, but shot through with youthful energy. The heavy emotional vibe notwithstanding, the album is not a downer which is evident from the get-go with appreciation. The song boasts chugging verses, a slowdown on the choruses, shimmering guitars, and sharply delivered drums. It's a bit of a return to the epic sound of 2004's Futures. And the last little thing... I I think it's a Futures-y track. At least Appreciation has like a Futures-y type of solo. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. But this one's a little... This album to me is a little... Oh, gosh. We were just talking about polished, right? This one's... Kind of the opposite. I think this one's a little bit right, rough around the edges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the uh, it's the Pinkerton of uh, yeah. <laughs> and maybe I'll give this. What is this? We, we, Pinkerton was uh, 1996, and no one got it right. until what, like 2001, 2003. I mean, some of us still don't get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know a guy. <laughs> uh, so yeah, maybe this one's still it's still marinating. Yeah, and get that stew going, baby. <laughs> the last thing I have is from bgfalconmedia.com. Content any way you want it. Let's see. This is from June twenty, June twelfth, twenty thirteen. Uh, from columnist. <laughs> That's it. They won't even put their name on it. Album review damage by Jimmy World. Grade C. Ugh. Um. Let's see. Past emo rock sensation Jimmy World is back with brand new music after three years since Invented came out. Struggling to find a label. Jimmy World was able to find someone willing to put out their newest album, Damages. So already, <laughs> the title of the damn thing is up there, Damage by Jimmy World, and they say Damages. Uh, the vibe of the Classic. album is clearly seen within the tr- within the first track on the album with lyrics like, we build, we box, we carry on. As people, we forget. Strange we come to find ourselves not knowing we're lost. Appreciation. As time goes on, we change and become strangers to our past selves, and without knowing it, we're lost. The audience can relate, but maybe not as well as others might. Uh, the, while Jimmy World as a band is growing and progress, progressing lyrically, the band remains just as mellow and soothing as they were in the past. The instrumental music and the background are worth paying attention to as the album progresses into their later tracks. But the lack of strongly catching, playful lyrics are missing, a feature of past albums that were well worth listening to over and over again. And then they go on to say, tracks to listen to, Book of Love, Lean, and Appreciation. So no other comments on it. That's all they got to say. So a pretty quick review by Columnist. I've got a review. Oh, this isn't a review. This is chart info. Um, But I do have a review from We Review Albums on YouTube. Let me jump to uh, 348 on his review if we're talking reviews. Today, I will be damaged. Oh, this is Couch Guy. Jimmy Eat World. And... The best track on the album is Appreciation, number one. First track, best track. The guitar on this song is just freaking unreal. It's so good. And it's just got a nice, nice 
rhythm to the guitar and it's great lyrics. This song just makes me happy when I first listen to it and every time I listen to it after that. Appreciation, best song. So those are the top four songs of the album. I would add. <laughs> Sick. I went ahead and sent you a screenshot. It looks like the three of us are on a uh, on a Zoom call. Oh, sick! Yeah, <laughs> he's participating. That's right. I would ask him about the couches if we were uh, in a lull. That's Which right. is your favorite seating? Yeah, yeah. What's what's like your spot? I mean, you I know we home. talked about it before, but just look at the array here. We've got an olive co- colored, <laughs> lovely loves. No, that's a full couch. So that's a full couch. Then we've got the. The tandem recliner. Yeah, the dual recliner slash love seat if you wanted to lay across it. And then we've got the single seater. Uh, It looks like a a velveteen (laughs) blue. I don't know, man. It runs the gamut. Anyone who joins this man in his basement is not wanting for comfort. Oh, no. It's comfort abound. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And look what it's facing. He's got the record player back there. Yeah, So you just sit there and enjoy the music. Rock back and forth. I love it. (laughs) I love the Zoom call. <laughs> yes. And then, uh, sorry, you got more reviews? Uh, no, that or... was my three things, man. Well, let's talk about, uh, this is the broad stroke stuff. Uh, damage chart info. Uh, Australian albums at uh, peaked at 26. Australian albums. Oh, Austrian albums. So Australia was 26. Austria was 54. Germany, number 41. Swiss. Albums, number 55. U.S. Billboard, number 14. U.S. Top Alternative Albums, uh, Billboard, number 2. U.S. Digital Albums, number 9. Top Rock Albums in the U.S., number 4. Top Tastemaker Albums, number 8. U.K. Albums, number 38. I do not understand Billboard charts. Why do we have so many? Um, They have people skills, David. I, I think they just make... They make... um. These lists and what's like so the top can... Billboard 200 versus like, I mean, I guess that sounds like the most prestigious of all of those, but like I would assume the top two, the Billboard 200 is the top 200 songs with across all media, but I just, I never get it. <laughs> well, you, that's you and I both. I have, um, and they have their own magazine too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they haven't, they have an entire publication Yeah. that has since probably, I don't know if they still have it, but. Uh, but yeah, they have their own magazine full of more yeah. lists that they got. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's see about uh, community. What have you got for community? Ooh boy, what do I have for community? There's not here. a whole ton. There's some polls, right? Oh, you know okay. what? In fact, they are all polls. Well, I'll start from the back, and we'll go to the the oldest Survivor series. Yeah. This is the OG from Walking on a Wire. Whose uh, favorite album? They've got their little flair as Stay On My Side Tonight. I love seeing that. Um, they had a poll. Damage. Survivor results. Man, four years ago. It's crazy. The results are in. Thank you, Jimmy World, for reminding me how long you can stare at damage oh my gosh. and still not have a fan favorite track. Are we only damaging the little we have left? Strange we come to find that the two remaining tracks, Damage and Appreciation, have actually both been selected by Jimmy World, the subreddit, in a tie as their favorite tracks on Damage, the only album to not have a soul-determined winner. Thanks for everyone. Thanks to everyone for voting. Uh, so there you have it. Uh, we did it, everyone. <laughs> damage and Appreciation share first place with 10 votes, split in half. And, uh, Classic. 
Futures 2004 comes in. Super glad that this was a tie since I love both, though I voted for appreciation. Although, or also, thanks for doing this for however long. It was actually really fun to see what other people thought about songs I love. Um, a lot of appreciation in this thread. <laughs> yeah. And then a year later, Pebble Swift swoops in and says, you know, what? I'm going to do it again. Damage Survivor 2019 results. And uh, with this round, you made Appreciation's Heart Just Break. The stake, or I Will Steal You Back. If, <laughs> and for those that are the uninitiated, that the stake was I Will Stake You Back, I believe is what he typed out. And that became the stake. That's right. And uh, 2019 Damage Survivor and Step 1 on the B-Sides. So, uh, yes, round 8. It was out in round 8 with uh, Appreciation, 28 votes. And then the album track winner was I Will Steal You Back. So, uh, very close, though. Uh, I Will Steal You Back was very different. Let's see where that one was. That got knocked out. That was in fourth place. That got knocked knocked out in the third round. No, I'm sorry. It's backwards here. He, it made it to fourth place. So it was pretty ah. high up there. It wasn't that that far behind. A lot of people like it. JG429 likes Lean. Uh, Ella Bella Medella. Yes, my favorite one. <laughs> so, again, I'm glad. To, it's good to see that the uh, community was growing, even in just a year. So way more participation. Yeah, and I got Mark Yakovone. Ooh, Mark Yakovone. Huh? World fans Facebook group. Interested to hear everyone's thoughts on damage. Easily my least favorite record from Jimmy Eat World. After all these years, it has grown on me, but doesn't have that edge all the other albums have. I argue it almost has too much edge. Um, <laughs> I do love that opening track, Appreciation, though, which I agree. That's a bop. Um, uh, 24 comments on here. Or 24 previous comments, so Griffith comments on here. Uh, Book of Love would have made for a great single, that harmony part, though, says Brent Fussell. Um, Brent Fussell also, also said, posts a gif it, that it's so beautiful. And then here's a hot take. Eddie Ehrenhorster says, Damage is greater, 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 greater than Integrity Blues, in my opinion. And, and William... Uh, Keenum says, Integrity Blues is honestly my least favorite. Hot ass takes. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, there it is. And then six more comments below that. I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't feel like digging at all those, but um, that is a little bit of appreciation that I saw there uh-huh. in the community. Um, um, oh, you know yeah. what? Exile on Dayton Street. He's been doing those random polls, right? Mm. This one was uh, YNA. So, your new aesthetic, the demo versus appreciation. And uh, he does uh, disclaim here, this is the one that we listened to that was very different when you and I heard it. This is from the Jimmy World. Uh, is this the EP? Yes, this is the EP. This is not the version you've heard on Clarity. It shares some lyrics and very little else. Definitely give this a listen if you hadn't before. It was released on Jimmy World EP. Not the debut, not the post 9-11 renamed. That came out a few months before Clarity. And then he goes on to say, appreciation, opening track off damage, a lot of use of 3-4 time signatures in this track so i'm glad that he made that distinction there yeah um and didn't say it was just three quarter or three four time it was just uh use of it uh the poll had 83 total votes oh that's good and do you think which do you guess one your new aesthetic i was i was surprised i thought your new aesthetic was going to take it but it was very close appreciation took it by three votes your new aesthetic demo i guess but yeah but still that's a i like i like them both i like the demo better but uh, your new aesthetic demo got 40, and then Appreciation got yeah. 43, so a very close race. Whoa. Yeah, yeah very close. So it, it uh, edged it out there. Sergeant Donut chimes in. 
Appreciation is probably my favorite track on Damage, but the demo version of You Know Aesthetic is a top five track from the entire discography, in my opinion. I've said it here before, but I sincerely believe that Fueled by Ramen EP is pound for pound the greatest album they ever made. I'm willing to die on this hill alone. Ha ha. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I should revisit that. Yeah, that's how I talk about hot takes, hot ass takes. Right yeah. there, another hat. <laughs> <laughs> So that's what I have for uh, community. Uh, what did I? I had an idea of how to get you to this number. So let's say um, in a hot air balloon, one could make it around the world in this many days. Ah, 83. What? 80. 80. Dude, I don't know why. I was thinking of my birth year. <laughs> 83. That's why around. I didn't get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to like, oh, three years before you were born. But that's not that fun. <laughs> Um, yeah, 80, 80 days around the yeah. world in 80 days there you go thank classic. you classic all around the world in 83 days <laughs> in 83 days classic you classic. know what i i saw randy's donuts i had to drop in there you go <laughs> it yeah, was yeah. a whole thing <laughs> all right uh, uh appreciation uh says jake t o'donnell kicking <laughs> things off on damage appreciation lives over a rocking off oh lives over a rocking riff and sets the tone lyrically for the record on the whole in the lead up to its release jim referred to damage as an adult breakup record and there's a lot of sense with appreciation the chorus starts with we build we box we carry on there's an acknowledgement about the small things that get missed over the course of a long-term relationship and before you know it you're living a life you don't want to live you, you know I want time. I know you want space, Jim adds in the second verse. Appreciation is a long way off from many of the songs on Futures that still seemed to be about high school drama, and the band was better off with a more mature lyrical approach through a record like Damage. That's an interesting take. And we didn't go more into the appreciation name. Why is it called appreciation? Well, I kind of mentioned that where at the end of this, I think what he's trying to how you know justifying their relationship what they had and and really appreciating it for what mm. it was what they had what they got out of it what they left with but they're in the end they're adults and they can't they can't stay in this toxic relationship and um i don't know if we ever get to the story of why they split up i mean but you can you can kind of guess yeah, uh, i think it's that part right of it. here right I there's something i feel i haven't felt since uh hey you you made my heart just break sounds like she did something but mm-hmm. who, knows? who knows or who he's could... thinking from her point of view right yeah which, he which he's done before want yeah. to do uh-huh and uh so i think my thought is that appreciation is just that uh that's the silver lining of them being together mm. and then all of a sudden no longer together yeah <laughs> we have to appreciate it for what it was we spent sure. five years of our lives together. What are we going to look back at this with uh, regret? You know, I got the Last FM shout box. Oh yeah, the shout box. What Let's are they saying? About, uh, Soulfire Ten is the first comment here. Back in June seventh, twenty thirteen. Absolutely amazing. Um, <laughs> this is good. I don't know why. Darkson 001. Stupid Android app keeps defaulting to this tune. No way have I played it 63 <laughs> times in two weeks. That was August 15th, 2013. Um, uh, parenthesis, August 28th, 2013 says, love the verses of this. Uh, and finally, cool but lame. Took a while to grow on me, but it's probably my favorite track on the album next to How'd You Have Me. That's November 15th, 2015. Mm-hmm. 
cool so that name. is the shot box there. And then song meanings had one post. Uh, I think one was spam. Let me take a look. <laughs> was uh, oh, I linked directly to the comment, so I don't remember what the other one was. Uh, awesome song. This is written by Nick Nick Nicolette. <laughs> yeah, right. Nicolette. <laughs> I wanted to say Nicolette. Um, but yeah, awesome song. I think it's about a relationship hitting a certain point where the singer realizes he's not the same person he used to be when he entered the relationship. This affects his relationship to the point of it ending. He wants to make it work, but isn't fully committed. Perhaps he's deep down, uh, perhaps because deep down he realizes it's just not meant to be. And it's just too much effort to keep it going. It's about boxing it up, moving on. We've all been there, smiley face. <laughs> Great song, epic. That guitar at the end kills it. Uh, and then Jimmy Eat World is one of the best, most underrated bands of all time. World class. World class. Yes. Yeah. The, the other one was just uh, from TJ Wells. It's either stare at or stay with. So a, a oh, a correction, right? Yeah. A lyrical correction. That's all it was. Yeah. yeah. All right. And uh, hey, it's been a while. Can you fire up text to speech? Oh, you're right. Yes, it has. Megan Golding has blessed us. Oh my goodness. Let's see. Um, let's do this. We'll go all the way through here. This is what I'm excited to hear. The last one we did is "Let the Water Come." Let the water come. <laughs> so She's cool. the sweetest honey pot. Yeah. What was that track? Uh, sing their blues for them. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. Got to be somebody's blues. Got to be right? somebody's blues. There you go. Thank you. Okay, I am ready. All right, here it comes. I don't remember that. This is a new one. For reminding me how long you can stare at someone and never see, really see. I want so bad just to understand how I'm gonna let more time go. Without trying, without trying, we build, we box, we carry on. As a people, we forgot. Love letter. We come to find ourselves not knowing we're lost. There's something I feel that I haven't felt since, since I was a kid. Hey, you made my heart just break, it just breaks. You know I want time, I know you want space. Gonna do what I can. Hey, whatever it might take, what it takes. We build, we box, we carry on. It's in sync with the video, it's kind of crazy. Strange we come to find ourselves not knowing we're lost. Mm. Man, never have truer words been spoken. Yes. Okay, David, this is the vision. <laughs> yeah. We have um, we have a wide shot of the sun setting on the ocean. Superimposed in the top left is uh, we're going to put a soft uh, Gaussian blur around the edge of this mask. It's going to be a computer. <laughs> These lyrics because <laughs> coming from the top to bottom. It sounded like a computer was was writing this uh, this letter. Yeah. To somebody else, I, I fed uh, I fed an AI bot a bunch yeah. of Jimmy Eat World lyrics, and this is what popped out. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. All right, uh, let's see. Uh, that's that. Let's listen to a little bit of it live here. Here yeah. is the oldest YouTube video I could find. This is May tenth, twenty thirteen, almost nine years ago to the day. Um, I'm gonna paste this into Watch Together. I don't know how good it sounds or not. Gonna see this is posted by C Bruins. God, sound angry. 
Ooh. Oh. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't tease us like that, Joe. Is there any other famous bass solo besides Orion? Carousel. Maybe, uh, oh, yeah. oh shit, is he doing Limp Bizkit? <laughs> Peanut from, is he talking about 311? Yeah. We just saw him on Thursday, man. You saw 311? Yeah, on Thursday. <laughs> How did we not talk about this? How you just go to a concert and I don't know about it, Justin? <laughs> How was Nick looking? Uh, amazing. Yeah, of course. S- stupid good. This sounds like the fucking record. What the <laughs> hell? This is the first time they ever played it. In front of people, anyway. This is great. See Bruin? Feel free to record all the shows. Oh my god, the zoom out? Come on. Dude. Ooh. Oh, well. I mean, I can't imagine. I mean, that's not a great. The others are pro board records. So yeah. I'll listen to a little bit, but I mean, we know they're going to sound. Oh, yeah. Incredible. Uh, so this is iTunes session. Oh, pretty dry. Yeah. is so good. Ooh, I dig that. Yeah, Tom. Zach. 
listen to a little bit now of itunes festival i believe this is uh live with an audience from aboard uh, let's dial down this volume here <laughs> this is a song it's called appreciation little bendy baby yeah I mean, it sounds like what it sounds like. This is that solo. I guess it just sounds like they're playing the album up on stage, right? <laughs> like on a stereo. <laughs> oh, interesting. Baseline is doing something I didn't expect. Oh, there, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. There's that. Um, and that is all I have for that before covers. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, no. Those were great. Okay, before we jump into covers, covers, let me give you some names here. I'm going to open up my YouTube machine. Okay. I did a thing. I did a thing I haven't done in a while. I had other plans of how I wanted to do said thing, and I didn't follow up. All right, we've got Taylo 234. We've got Sugar Pill, The Drummist 88, Patrick Bork, Kurt Barutsky. These are, some of these are repeat offenders that we've had on the show before. Sure. Um, I've got Kevin Cruck. I've got a couple Bakia musics. I got Oily Tandon. I got Jesse Gilgrass. Oh, that's Bakia. I've got Chad Imery and Legia Cruz Productions. Oh, yep. All of those people have come together and I've created a band Aha. for Jimmy Eat Pod Theater. So allow me, Justin, to uh, copy this link and paste this and watch together, and we can watch all of these people. Now, I was gonna, I was gonna say, oh, I got so many drummers, and so many, I got two bassists and a bunch of guitarists. Maybe I'll do one set of people for the, um, for the verses, and uh -huh. one set of people for the choruses, since the chorus was in three, four. I ran out of time. Yeah, it's um, okay. So, and but what I also did is over on Patreon.com. Uh, patrons will be able to watch me because I screen recorded as I cut the video together. Um, <laughs> so I didn't do something I did last time, which was I, I threw an adjustment layer on that would put the names of the people. Um, but I didn't do that this time. Um, but here it comes.
Oh, Sugar Pill's got the uh, inverted video look. And some sort of video recording software watermark. Oh, and dig the bass player with the yellow bass. He's got a Harry and the Hendersons doll in his room. What's that? The bass player with the yellow bass has a Harry and the Hendersons doll in his room. Yeah. On the right side of the room. <laughs> I really got to know these people like, as I was cutting it together. I think it's, I, I hope it's an interesting watch. Um, but yeah, How long I did it take you? And I talked, well, sort of randomly throughout the day because my parents' internet is so slow. So downloading all these videos was kind of pain in the ass. But um, once I got cutting in earnest, 20 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Very fast. Yeah, I did a pass that was kind of a live cut and then I was like oh okay that guy did that there that guy did that there I want to make sure those things happen on camera and uh, and then so I did like a, two fine cut passes and then I did a mix that's good that's it David, always impressive. Thanks, man. And like a couple of the drummers, had, oh, I love that it got deep fried right here. <laughs> I kind of loved it. And that was in his video. It might have been in my download, but I loved it. Um, um, so some of the drummers had editing in their videos, which made it tough. So I had a bunch of flat frames I had to go in there and fix. Yes. That's good. Here's my machine gun, Kelly. <laughs> oh yeah, the guy with that guy, that guitar, that Les Paul guy. Oh, this guy's throwing sticks. Dude, he does it like seven or eight times in a row. Yeah. Every time I caught my breath. Machine gun, Kelly. <laughs> yeah, this guy rips though. He rips it so well. That gold top, Les Paul guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Shaka. Dude, this is amazing. Shaka. Yeah, man. It was good. I had fun. Knocked out a bunch of videos. So um, there it Damn. is. That's a little Jimmy Pod band. Uh, I'll make sure I fill out all the uh, all the people. But uh, that, that knocks out a bunch of people here that we can talk about. Um, so who you got that you love for covers that you want to talk about? You know who we didn't talk about? Uh, you got a lot of good ones. Uh, I, I've got Spencer Wilson, who if... If everything goes to plan, we're going to see this guy in just a few days, right? Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, Thursday. Well, but, but this was not a... Uh, unless... He didn't do a play-along, did he? No. Okay, that's what I was going to say. Those are all play-alongs. So. Right, right, right. I wanted to showcase Drummist 88, but, I mean, you got a lot of his stuff in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put, like, the high, the, the good stuff. Yeah. I so, realized I left Tyler Mays off. He did a bass cover, too. Why didn't I include him? Sorry, Tyler Mays. Ah. Uh, Anyway, uh, let's look at uh, our dude for Thursday, yeah. and then uh, we'll watch a little bit of Tyler Mays doing the bass. Okay. Here we go. Jump into this. Real glad to see our next guest. Put your hands together for Spencer Wilson. 
Oh yeah, I do have him in here on my list here. Who did I have him as? Oh, I, I put Blue Afternoon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the band I think he was... Uh, it's him and the other girl. This reminds me of the video that I got from the, uh, the show I played in Hollywood. Yeah? Yeah. It's like the venue will record it for you. It's weird. I get the guitar is stereo. But vocals are only in my left channel. Yeah. You need to turn that pan to the center, man. Yeah. God, this makes me think of Dimples. Did you ever take uh, get the DVD from Dimples? I never went to Dimples, but I feel like, yeah, you were talking about it a lot. Who yeah. went to Dimples a lot? There, uh, Mr. Belding. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dennis Haskins was there. He was, yeah. he was a regular for sure. Oh, yeah, look at that page peel transition. I like the little subtle uh, echo they got on the end of that. Yeah. Let's see what he does for the solo. Think he just unleashes. Do the octaves, man. Very good, man. Don't want the world to see me. (laughs) Is it the same chords? (laughs) I don't think so. Uh, Iris, huh? Mm. Nah, you know, anytime there's a maybe, maybe. (laughs) They ain't the same chords because anytime it's a a song from Goo Goo Dolls, it's it's some funky, funky sharp seventh major nine. Let's take a look at the guy left out. Tyler Mays did not make it to my... uh, to my thing, but I'll try to show a little bit of this. Watch, she's gonna kill it. Ah, <laughs> oh, he's walking around, man. Oh my god, that tone! I'm stoked to hear what he does in the chorus. Jump to the end when he does it. 
Let's jump hmm. over here to the end. I like the tone, man. Yeah, me too. Alright, it should be right here. Yeah. Woo. Well, I'm sorry, Tyler, that you didn't make it to my video. But, uh, <laughs> terrific job. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, who else do you like? Um, oh, Pretty good. Pretty good. We got Travis Valdez. I got two from SoundCloud. Oh, is that Travis Vids? Yeah, I said that's real good. Yeah, you want to listen to Travis Valdez? Yeah. All right, let's do this. I'll pop this in here. Travis Valdez. Come on. Come on. Well done. Pretty good, huh? Oh, yeah. Real good. Um, And I got one more from uh, SoundCloud. Butterfly Stomach UK. Yes. Yeah, you got this one. This is a full band here. these did you see sean perot uh, it doesn't look like i have that in my list guitar no. chords and lesson oh you know what i didn't watch the lesson no oh let's take a look at the lesson a little bit how long is this it's 10 minutes but let's watch a little bit of it hey youtube sean here today we're gonna learn jimmy eat world's new song appreciation on guitar i don't know what it is i already like the guy specifically me too right here up top that one okay oh okay now i just played <laughs> the intro and the verse so let's check that out this is the fun part <laughs> 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 
This whole song was pretty fun. I like how it goes in between two time signatures. That's that's cool, man. All right, so we got a B minor seven chord. Oh, here it comes. First yeah. Finger grabs the second Take me to school. String, yeah, baby. Second finger grabs the second fret of the G string. Third finger grabs the third fret of the B string. Play the A through B strings. A D G E. That's an open D. None of the E's. And that's your first chord. B minor seven. All right. The next one is a D chord without the top note. Emphasizing the A on the bottom. This is important because really what's happening is we're taking that bass note. I'm enthralled right now. Yeah. It's like a half walk down. Moving it around without changing the notes on the top. That's what's happening here. So B minus seven was our first chord. D with an A in the bass. Uh, a in the bass. D, D5 really, because we're not having that F sharp on top. That's not in the chord. <laughs> this guy knows. This guy knows what the fuck is up. He's not even trying. Um, so D5. I just want him to hit that G so we can. Enthralled. I could watch that whole thing. Yeah. And then 20th century guitar does the thing called quick riffs. And this is like a 53 second. I don't know if it's just him ripping the solo or what. Let's take a look. It's another teaching video. Hmm. Clean. They play it two different ways, but they both sound the same. Yeah. I wonder which way Jim plays it. If only we had video proof. Oh, we couldn't find that. Um, is there any? Oh, Phil Apprentice was the last one. Oh, yeah. Phil Apprentice. Phil Apprentice. Let's close out with Phil Apprentice before we hit our rave DJs if we've got one. Mm-hmm. Kiss me. Give us be a quick little cover of uh, Jimmy World's Appreciation. Capo. I changed the key. Capo on the four.
on, see what he does. So, Justin. Yeah. And great job, uh, Phil Prentice. Uh, did you make a rave DJ? I did. <laughs> All right. How did you get there and what did you choose? Um, I searched up songs that changed from 4 4 to 3 4. As did I. <laughs> I came across and, it, and I, it didn't jump to it. So, I don't think we got the same song. I mean, I had to dig deep did to you? find one that, because a lot of them were 3 4 songs that went 4 4 in the chorus. And I. Oh didn't want that i wanted something that was four four in the verses three four in the choruses yeah well mine is not that mine just has yes it is three four at some point and then four four to another right. uh, i have a feeling this is gonna be a mess uh yeah. mine is called where the appreciation has no name <laughs> okay <laughs> can you guess <laughs> it's gotta be where the streets have no name oh yeah oh yeah i told Susie it was law that we had to listen to at least the first few tracks of the joshua tree in joshua tree yeah I have a feeling it's going to be a hot mess. <laughs> I always thought the beginning of this. That's terrible. <laughs> oh, I dig that part. It's all the intro, though. <laughs> this is cool. terrible um no not terrible yeah so i dig through a reddit post uh-huh. um to find uh mine's just transitions from four four to three four in songs is my favorite thing blah 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 give me examples lots of not that or i guess like to me the poster said the verses are in four four and the chorus is in three four and let me actually take a look oh my god i hate this redirect notice get the fuck out of here yeah go uh, it creates a nice feeling of slowing down, floating like in part two of Shine On, You Crazy Diamond, when it transitions to the chorus from the faster, more upbeat part before. If you have more examples, I should have just done whatever this Shine On, You Crazy Diamond song is, but I didn't. I dug through all the comments here, and it was a lot of songs that just went to 3-4 in the bridge or went to 3-4 in the outro or something like that. Um, I was excited because My Chemical Romance, they have a new song that dropped this week it's very good um and uh and that mama their song mama from whatever record it was probably black parade or something like that um 
goes to three. I was I was like, oh, I'll use this, uh, my chem. That'll be fun to mash up. Um, but it goes to three four at the end, not in the middle of the song. So, um, uh, I went ahead and finally found a song called "The Appreciation Waltz." Are you familiar with this song by Arctic Monkeys? Uh, I may have heard it. Yeah, I've heard a couple of okay, uh, Arctic so Monkeys I'm, albums. Yeah, I mixed that with this. And uh, oh no, now it's called Appreciation Waltz. What's the other? What's the real thing? Pile Driver Waltz. So this song is called Appreciation Waltz. So here is what I came up with. sort of falls apart <laughs> yes i mean yeah, it's what it is Jeez, oh you know, I I doubt we would ever find one that would work. Yeah, that I, well. I think rave DJ is more looking at like waveforms, and it's like, yeah. okay, this chunk is probably the chorus, this chunk is probably the verse, this chunk is probably the intro or whatever. If it's from a music video or something, so it's it's chopping it up in that way, right? Not really analyzing time signatures, and uh, because I did the edit, I didn't do this, but I was like, oh, I could try to do it myself, like put the pile driver waltz chorus against the jimmy world versus or vice versa um but yeah there it is justin what are your final thoughts on the song appreciation by the band jimmy world i think it's a wonderful album opener um you know i never really caught the whole four four three four um switch until now so that realization has made me like this song even more uh, but it definitely pumps you up for the rest of the album, which, uh, you know, has its ups and downs, which is much like a relationship. Uh, I like this one. What about you, man? Yeah, in the in the pantheon of damage, which I often just c- couldn't tell you what's on the record. Uh, this is up there with songs I love. But I, again, I wouldn't have known the name of it um, off the top of my head at this moment. So um, I was very excited to hear it. Um when I saw it was the first track on the album, I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I like the first track on damage, but I wouldn't have been able to tell you the name. Um, and yeah, I love it. Yeah. And absolutely. Time signature switch is absolutely incredible. Um, and that is all I have to say about that. So if you find yourself feeling underappreciated, Hey, just tell them, Hey, be excellent to each other and party on dudes.